What's poppin', congregation? It's your girl, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess, and we're back with another installment of Scam Goddess, the podcast all about robbery, fraud, those who practice it. Sometimes we love them, sometimes we hate them. And y'all already know, come on, parasocial relationship, give it to me. I'm very, yes, excited. I truly am. We got a homie on the show today, and I'm so happy that he's here. We have an amazing actor. He's a writer. He's a comedian. Honey, he be writing movies, and he's my homie. We do improv together. We've done improv together for years. He'll be performing in Leroy's first show, Back to UCB, along with myself in Los Angeles. If you're in L.A., pull the fuck up. October 19th at 7 p.m. We're going to do some make-em-ups for you. Oh, you're congregation, please welcome Josh Preggers to the show. Thank you so much. What's going on? It's going to be a good show. I don't know why you led it that way. Did I say it in a bad way? I thought I said it. It was cute. We're good. We're practicing. We're going to be good. No, we're going to. We're literally practicing this week. (laughs) Um, If you don't know what. UCB shows well the ones that we do we do heralds which are like long form improv and I know what you're thinking out there improv gets roasted in television all the time it's just because all them people who became writers was mad that they never got on an yeah. improv team mm-hmm. and so then they write it into their TV show it's a scam they hating on us okay yeah. but uh, we yeah we do make them ups and there's a form for it and people learn the form and you know it's my favorite cult <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite cold I've ever been in. So yeah, listen, I, they they put the Kool Aid. I was like, what flavor is it? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm it drinking. truly doesn't matter. I'm drinking <laughs> it. <laughs> oh man, Josh, I'm happy to have you here. I I do have to ask you a probing question. The okay. question we always ask our guests on the show is, um, what's your relationship with scams? Do you love them? Do you hate them? Have you ever been scammed? If you remember a story, or if have you done a scam? If it's outside of the statute of limitations, like let us know. Um, yeah, I think it's a, okay. It's evolving. How about oh, that? Oh, I love that. Okay. Because as a boy, I was like a little Lutheran boy, right? Okay. Never did anything wrong, so scams was like the devil's work. Right? You know what I mean? Like, it was just like, oh, you know. Not don't the devil's do- work. You know what I mean? It's, it's like you work hard, you do what you do your job, and then, like, you get rewarded for it. Okay, so bamboozling was for Beelzebub. Right, right. And only him, yeah. him alone. Okay. And then, and then I went to college, oh, one of the biggest scams yes. out there. And then my first job was Enterprise Rent a Car. Okay, so then you worked for a scam. I was scamming people left and right. I was selling them <laughs> insurance with these baby blue eyes and this charisma when I was like, you don't need this stuff. And then I opened my eyes and then I was like, You oh, do have the baby blues. Thank you. You do have the baby blues popping. But what I will say is that the insurance at rental car places, I have gotten into an accident with a rental car and I put it on my insurance and it was a bad idea. You just have to pay the deductible, right? Yeah, but my insurance, like, I've talked about this on the show and I'll never tell y'all where I'm at right now because it's extremely ghetto. But I got dropped from Allstate. They said I wasn't good hands no more. When was that? That was uh, this year, actually. No, no, no. It was last year. It was last year. Or maybe the year before. Yeah, it was in 2020. It was in 2020. The spiel is like, you go like this, like, what is your insurance? Yeah. You go like, oh, State Farm. It's like, look, what's your deductible? Like $250, $500? Yeah, but then you got it on your record. If you do a rental car and you get the $35 a day, then I can run that bitch into a wall. Yeah, but that's but but what what you're saying is like, basically, why don't you just pay this like $59.99 a day? And then you can, yeah, you can run this thing in a wall. It can be on fire. It doesn't matter. It won't touch. All it won't even touch the deductible. Honestly, if you get the insurance from the rental car company, you should just run that bitch into a yeah. wall right before you return it. Like when you pull up to the enterprise, like hit us several curves. Someone did that, and we were like, <laughs> and we were like, oh shit! Like, what do we do? And they're like, well, we're gonna call our boss, but. 
They Technically, they got the insurance. Worth. It was Get smoky. your money's worth. If you go to Hertz, you better make that car hurt on the way back. Yeah. Go ahead and scrape that bitch. Okay, key it. Key it. Why not? Yeah. It's, it's not your fault. So after that, my eyes were open. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'd rather be a scammer than a scammy. Yeah. And I'd rather course. scam the man. Yeah. So then I be I flip sides. I went to the the good side. Not the scamming. That's scamming. what we were, we're the good side of scamming. But wait, yeah. you have to tell me. So you were selling them insurance, but was there anything else that was like a little sus, like that you would like that they would ask you to like push? Did they have like a air freshener um, add on or like? <laughs> no. Well, okay. First of all, they would have you push like the GPS. Okay. And like this was like this was like ten years, a little. I was over about 10. to say because GPS is now on our phone. Yeah, okay? but it was still like starting to be on our phone, and it was yeah. like okay, because Waze on... tells me to drive through people's backyards all the That's time. True. They're like, do you want to save two minutes? Yeah. Pull up on their curb. Take a left. Drive a on left. the sidewalk. Yeah. So you would so you would tell them like, oh, if you don't have the GPS, and obviously if you're renting a car, you're probably not in the city that you live in. Right. This is okay. This is in Scottsdale, Arizona. This is like. Hospice. Scottsdale. Yeah, this is where like old people go to die. Like this is like I'm pushing this on like old women, and I feel terrible. <laughs> Natural over here being a little a little gigolo for Enterprise. <laughs> and I was just like, Hey, sweet thing, I gotta see your ID and make sure you're 25. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was flirting with old women, and I'm like I don't know if I can use the GPS. I'm like, You can handle it. You handled all this lifetime. You can handle it. You could take that GPS. <laughs> you could take that. You could take it. Oh, they would make you um. So you know like. They have marks on the car. Like you go around and you like mark up. Like yeah. oh, there's a scratch. So there's would... a scratch. It's like it's not your fault. Yeah. Yeah. And like my uh, manager, I don't care. He he sucked. His name was Ravi. He was like, you can just put a scuff on there, and like so when they come back, like we can kind of ding them for it. It's 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 shady. Oh my god, they put scuffs on the bitches. Yes, yes, Yo, Josh is giving us the tea right now. If you are renting a car. One, if you are a bad driver like myself, get the insurance. That way it's not going to be on your permanent insurance record. Two, take a video when they're marking the scuffs and the shit so that you have a full video of the car. Walk around that bitch real slow yeah. so that if they try to do a little scuff add-on, you know, you, you have proof that it wasn't Watch there when them sweat, you took yeah. it. And get that video and get it on the person. Yeah, also out, put like, them, them in the video. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh my goodness. So they would yeah. be like, put a little scuff here or something. Or don't put the scuff that was already there, basically. Yeah. yeah. So miss some scuffs so that when you come back, though you can be like, Oh, I didn't have the scuff on the on yeah. the card. Yeah. Wowzers. Yeah. It's it's I I didn't I honestly didn't do that. I I like sold insurance to this like couple like this family that like I upgraded them to like a convertible that they didn't need and I was like, What am I doing? And they were like, Our car just like got broken down and like you could tell like both of both of the parents worked, you know, like they yeah. were just like trying to make ends meet. And I sold them the triple insurance. And by the way, they would click that clipboard three times when you come in the office and everyone yeah. would celebrate. Which oh, is like, oh, no, ringing the bell. Like yeah. we got another one. <laughs> yeah, got yeah. Yes. Ring the bell. Yes. And so yes. my soul would leave and it would be like, clack, clack, clack. And I did it. That's why they like, had the bell. It was like, we got to make people feel good about being awful. Like, yeah. bring the bell. Don't yeah. you feel good? No, wait, I have a question. So the family that you gave, one, I think... A little top down for a hard working family could be a good vibe. Okay, that's you true. know, uh, let that Scottsdale air hit your hit your <laughs> yeah. pores. But the family, how did you get them to get the more expensive car and triple insurance? Please explain triple insurance. So I need you to explain the triple insurance and also how you got them to get the car. Because if they're working hard and they don't got coins, why wouldn't they just get the cheapest option? Well, I mean, it, it was because I was like, you need more room. 
because I saw the mm-hmm. kids. They wanted to get like a compact. Like I think at the time it was like a Chevy Cobalt. How many kids they have? They like John like, and Kate three plus three or four, eight, nine. Yeah, three okay. or four. Oh, that's all the kids. Yeah, and I was kids. like, you know, it looks like you've had a tough day because everyone's coming from an accident or going to the airport. That's that's what Enterprise is. That's why they're all everywhere. They're by collision centers. And they're by the airport. Yeah, because you're picking people up on their worst day. Damn. People are pissed. And you can just tap into that emotion and you can be like, man, man, yeah, they really fucked you, huh? Man, Damn. they hit you on that and the, that blind lap. some ambulance chasers. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we stay by this freeway because it's hella accidents. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just come right over. Just walk over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll Jump the off ramp and come to Enterprise. Yeah. Oh my god, that's crazy. So you come in and you were empathetic with them and being like, "Damn, I'm so sad that yeah. this happened to you." Okay, and this is fucked up. But uh, and it was a week. Okay, so we had this weekend deal. Okay. Where like, it's half off if you get it on Friday, but you have to return it on Sunday, which we're not open. Uh, <laughs> like, but you have to. Yeah. But you like, wait, wait. Okay. Are you gonna be like, okay, we got a deal, but you got to return it on Sunday. Also, we are closed on yeah, Sunday, well, so good luck with that. There's a key return. There's a key return. Okay. But like, basically, it's got to be returned on Sunday, and then you better call on Monday and make sure the keys are there. This is very Nathan for you. It's bad. <laughs> it's like, what if we had a deal, but then we made people climb a mountain right. to put the keys up? I on worked it. here three months. Because I was like, I can't do this. Plus, they stuck me in the airport. That's a whole other episode. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. So I got them into the weekend special for half off, and he needed it for like four or five days. So it was going to go back to full price. He's going to be paying like 40 bucks extra after Sunday. But did he at least get the half off? He did. So that was a nice deal. It's not a good deal if you're only getting the car for the weekend, but... I I needed a shower at lunch. I was like, I just, like, you got an hour lunch, and I was like, I just want to, I'd sleep in my car, or I'd like go home and just be like, this is terrible. And we're and at the time we're making eleven dollars an hour. Do you uh, get commission for tricking people? No, no. You no get, what is this? Just the bell? That's you it? get the rapid rapid upward mobility, whatever. Like you're like you're grinding to be the assistant manager so you can get fifty K and then you're grinding to be the like branch manager so you can get seventy K. It's a scam. Wow, an MLM for cars. Yeah. And like when the pandemic hit, they started just selling them bitches. Did they? Yeah. So rental car companies started running out of inventory because it was all just sitting because people weren't oh, traveling yeah. as much. So they started just selling the cars. Because sometimes, like, if you want a good deal on a car, like, you can go to a, like, rental car places will sometimes sell the cars uh, after, you know, so many mileage or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I look, Joshua. I got out, though. I, I Look, you did better than me because I am an assimilator. Like, if, and this is something I had to learn about myself. If I am in any environment, I'm always going to try to find a way to survive and also be the strongest. You would have crushed that job. <laughs> I would have been over there. You better than me when you weren't marking them cars up. I would have been like, oh, yeah, bitch. I was gotta, I'm going to miss this little ding on the side. I'm going to miss this one, too. You they come been... back. I'm like, sorry, we got to garnish your wages because you yeah. fucked this car up. Let yeah. me ring the bell. I'll be ringing the bell all goddamn day. They'd be so sick of me. And like, is she the manager? Like, no, she just started here like two weeks ago and she's already running. <laughs> no, I'd be rapping beats over ringing yeah. the bell. Like, got another bitch in another whip. Beat they ass. Stole they cash. They'd be like, what is wrong with her? In front of the customers too. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, she just, we just signed the paperwork. Yeah, the ink's dry, ho. Yeah. Let me go ring this bell. Get out of here too. Oh, I would have been the worst. That's why I try to stay out of, listen, I, I used to work for a drug front. I've said it on this podcast before. At the time, I didn't really know it was a drug. I mean, I, I pieced it together, yeah. you know, eventually. I mean, honestly, the shooting that we were in before I started working, I should have probably had alerted me. Yeah. But 
That's a big one. Yeah. I went for party promo and I was like, oh, they shouldn't have a club? Absolutely not. <laughs> and then I was like, I'll work at your bar. And people would come over and be like, hey, we need cash from the register. And it would be like the owner's son and shit. And they'd be like, oh, I'll be like, okay, I give him the cash and I write a little note in the register like, your son took $60 or whatever, just put it in the register. I got yeah. paid directly out of the register under the table. All of the people who came there were just like the most unsavory people you've ever met in your life. Like, yeah. and we were right across the street from like, do you know some places still had, at least when I was in college, the um, the porn stores? You mean like adult shops? Yeah. yeah. But it was like you go in the back and you could put some quarters in and see like a lady rubbing oil on her titties and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they, yeah. We did that drunk in San Francisco one time <laughs> and we didn't know what we were going into. And we put a quarter in. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, you were in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they was rubbing oil on yeah, yeah. something else. We went to a porn shop in high school and it was too much. We were just like, oh, this is... We don't need, we're not like, we haven't graduated to this level of like. Yeah, I'm glad now you can just Google porn because it just feels very weird to like get in your car and your destination is porn. Like, yeah. I feel yeah. Like you got putting your GPS, we on our way to porn. porn. That just feels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't ever want to be so into porn that I need to go buy box sets. Yeah. You know, that just feels like a lot. And just like the old guys like walking around like, oh. Right, because everybody in the porn store is, is, is I'm sorry, look, I don't king shame. We don't shame, you no, know, no. get get your, get it how you live. But. I had never seen somebody come in or out of a porn store or come over to the bar after the porn store and been like, oh, that guy, stand-up guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think part of the kink is going into the store, I think. For sure, because it's so, so much, it's so explicit. But they would come over, we had $2 draft beers during the day, $2. At Pitt? This was at the bar that I worked at, yes. And so it would be like, Coors Light, just pissed, just like, you know, whatever. Except for if Coors sponsors a show, that's the most delicious beer. It's good. Uh, They don't right now, though, so it is pissed. But (laughs) if they sponsor, y'all go hear me like, "Mm mm-mm, bitch, love some Coors. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I'm on the mountain. (laughs) Give them the peppermint patty spiel. No, but... That's how I should have known because we didn't have enough foot tra- traffic to like keep that place open. It was for sure a money laundering oh, situation. I worked at a bar like that. There's this bar. At, I went to Arizona State, so fill in the blank. But <laughs> we, with this bar, it's called The Dash, and it was called Bladder Busters. I think I've told you this, but... Bladder Busters. Yeah, it was a Tuesday night just to get people like in the bar. It was penny beers all night unless mm. someone went to the bathroom. Oh and so God. they taped up the bathroom, and if someone broke that seal... The drinks went back to like what two bucks, and so they were pe- encouraging people to pee on the street. Yeah, pee in like the bar. Like people were peeing behind oh, TV. It was oh. disgusting, and like if someone broke that seal, there would be fights. People would beat that person up. It was bad. Not you needed to relieve your bladder if somebody is waiting outside to pummel you. Yeah, it'd be someone that didn't go to the school that just was like, I gotta go to the bathroom and would walk and break the thing and people would just like lose their shit. See, this is what capitalism does to us. Not you beating somebody's ass because like, they fucked up <laughs> your penny beer. the bathroom, yeah. Y'all know what we gotta do now. We gotta jump them. <laughs> as, soon as, the, as soon as they open the door. Then the rules, yeah, we gotta jump them. <laughs> them the rules <laughs> also like if they fucked it up they fucked it up already why can't you just be like hey man you fucked it up for all of us like why you gotta beat them up they gotta learn a hard lesson i think wow. so wowzers this country love it here yeah. <laughs> the absolute ghetto well guys we're gonna take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements and we'll be right back with what's hot and fraud scams Cons! 
And we are back, and it's time for What's Hot and Fraud. This is where we warn you about popping scams in the zeitgeist, or, you know, these days. We read a listener letter from you guys. As always, snitch on your friends, your family, and your enemies at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. Just make sure the scam is retired, because we don't want to what? Yes. Fuck up your bag. Amen. So, uh, I need a fake name for this person, Josh. We don't care about gender. Susan. So Susan says, hi, Scam Goddess. Accolades to follow at the end of the email. Okay, Susan, you are real when you listen to the podcast. Uh, on this show, I, I don't like to read nice things that people say about me. Not that I don't want to hear them. It just feels weird to like be like, Lacey, you are the best. And so, well, like, I'm not going to waste y'all time like that. But I do love to read them, so please put them at the end. I want to see what's going on in your life, okay? Um, so here we go. Susan says, what we have here is a scam with layers. Okay, two, but still. Okay, you better sell it, Susan. An 11-year-old boy set up a lemonade stand when one man paid for his lemonade with a $100 bill. This is wild on its own, but the man asked for exact change. The boy only had $85, so that is what he gave him. When the boy went to spend the $100 at the gas station, he found out it was a fake. Now, Whoa. I'm going to pause there just for a second, Susan. Because what kind of grown-up are you? Look, kids are unemployed, and they're freeloading. So honestly, I guess it's probably better to rob kids than adults. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the kid guy don't have to worry about rent. The kid don't have to worry about food. Yeah, it's not his money. Yeah, it's not his money. I feel like, honestly, rob kids. I don't, you know... I'm okay with it. I think that's where the phrase taking candy from a baby came yeah. from. <laughs> you take the baby's candy, the yeah. baby will be fine. Yeah. I don't know. I thought I was going to chastise this adult, and then I started thinking about it, and I was like, nah, the baby will be fine. If the baby got enough, uh, you know, ingenuity to set up a lemonade stand, and I've said this repeatedly on the show, if your kid wants to get into business, you're raising a scammer, okay? Any kid that's like, I need some income. Yeah, at like seven, at seven. It's like, right. go play. And also, it had $85 Yeah, why you $85 in change already, child? That's some Brentwood shit. That's like, that's like yeah. that, they're fine. They're fine. I never started a business. Right. It's giving like rich family, but we trying to teach our kids work ethic. Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's like you're going to get an inheritance, but we want you to know how to use it. You're going to, well, you're going to be working for daddy or mommy at our real estate job, but we want you to feel like you've worked. Right. It's giving, what is her name from um, industry? Yasmin. It's giving Yasmin from Industry. Okay. And if you haven't watched Industry, this is not an app, but like <laughs> get into it. It's so fucking good. I mean, it's like, what if Euphoria and Secession and Gossip Girl had a baby oh. and it was sexy and um they just they just be fucking and fighting and, and trying to stay alive and scheme. And it's it's so good. That's where I think sometimes not to like not to make this about genders, but I think that's where women and men sometimes like differ like oh they have sex and stuff on like cable tv it's like guys are like we just watch porn that's not true because game of thrones game of thrones is the horniest soap opera i've ever fucking seen and that's what it is it's a soap opera for men i'm saying it here i'm saying it now and so is house of the dragons yes i added an s that's all soap operas that men feel like they can get into because it's a lot of gore and then it's titties and then it's war not me it's Never. a soap. You're watching Days of Our Lives, but they're wearing like olden time costumes and doing what I call the uh, white people Wakanda. So, you know, in like Black Panther, like they have, like, we all speak like Black Panther. Yeah, like this yeah, is yeah. the Wakanda voice. This is not an accent in Africa. This is something that we made up. Yeah. And then when you go to like the olden time shows, it'd be like, the law is, is yes. everything is happening. And here we are Release. marching on the town. It's the like, dragon. what is that accent? Yeah. What is, the 
Dakotas. What is that? And we all do it. We just pick it up. Yeah. It's like we just got to, it gives olden timing, you know? Yeah. Okay. It gives. But so, yes, it's giving Yasmin from industry. And if you don't know that, go watch industry. I play a woman named Harper on iCarly. There is a black woman who plays Harper on this show. And honestly, she ate my Harper up. I got to go. <laughs> like, she ate me up. I'm not the best Harper on TV. That, that no. woman is. She's fire. She's amazing. I stand her. So, anyway, back to this little boy and why he got $85 and he just got scammed with a fake $100 bill. So, the real scam came. Wait a minute, Susan. We thought we already saw the yeah, scam. There's layers. <laughs> she said layers. <laughs> two. Only two, but she said layers. <laughs> yeah. It's not quite giving tiramisu, but yeah, we got like two a, layers. Yeah. Like banana pudding. We yeah, got, banana we got the cookie on top and then we got the pudding. We don't know anything about desserts. You know, it's the b- <laughs> banana. Yeah. And then the... Actually, banana pudding be having a layer of banana sometimes. Yeah, it's like a vanilla don't cake. do that. I don't like the taste of banana, but I like the flavor. Is that weird? I don't understand that. I don't want to eat a banana, but if it's banana flavored, I'll fuck with it. Because it's phallic? No. Oh. Because it's 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 got bad, like, texture. It's weird. And then you take the skin off of it, which is Ugh, weird, too. Yeah. It's just, and it's not good. Why are we lying about bananas? They fucking nasty. Big potassium. I know. When I used to run track, I would buy them green so that they were harder and I would eat them because I was getting Charlie horses every other night. So, But I hate them bitches. Anyway, well, this is going to be a tangential one. Josh and I are friends. You guys know how this goes. <laughs> when the friends are here, we, we're going we're gonna to meander. But we're getting, back, we're getting back to Susan. So Susan says, the real scam came when this boy's family set up a GoFundMe to recuperate the money he lost to the scam. Technically, he was only out of $85, but they had the caucasity to set the goal for $250. Okay, pain and suffering. Pain and suffering. I don't I feel like 250 ain't crazy. If this was truly a child in need, that would be one thing. But I must say the kid looks like a little asshole whose helicopter <laughs> mom set this up. Set up this very fancy lemonade stand that she probably bought at Wayfair. Oh, that's you reading the whole family. Hey, we're going to a little baby asshole. Let's look at him. Do he look like an asshole? Um, oh, yes, damn! I does. wish I, I wish I could post this to the Instagram. I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to deprive you guys of this because I don't post people's he has the children haircut without that, consent. He has the haircut that they try to give me. Like they it's try almost to give like me the a, Richard Spencer. Like if you are yeah, a starter it's, pack, it's an all right. <laughs> Adjacent haircut. Yeah, he definitely gonna be on 4chan. Yeah. Yeah. He looks rich. That haircut's a rich haircut. Right. Because it's like, it's too styled. It definitely yeah. wasn't done with a bowl. No, if he had a mullet, which I had, then you know <laughs> then where he's going. we give more credence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd yeah, be yeah. like, yeah, we should give this kid money. And look at, wait, look at the Oof. lemonade stand. First of all, lemonade stands back in the day used to just be <laughs> a table and a handwritten sign. This is a lemonade. I will crop the kid out and I'll show y'all the lemonade stand. The lemonade stand, first of all, is that glass? You yeah. got the lemonade in a glass pitcher? Well, COVID, maybe. What's, what was glass? Oh, in the pitcher. I thought you meant there was like a glass shield. I oh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. They didn't set up for COVID. But also like, can we zoom in on this photo? Because I need to get a clearer view. So the the lemonade stand is decorated. It's got a chalkboard on the front yeah. that says lemonade. And how much are they charging for this damn lemonade? Lemonade fifty cents. Oh, that's oh. endearing. It's it's what? It's like back to the fifties, you know, a time that only people who are old and white thought was good because mm-hmm. it wasn't good for anybody else. So <laughs> yeah, this is a lot. And the mom really decorated this. I think they paid someone to do that. That There's looks a like a starter. Garage in the back. Brick. Brick exterior. Also, how do you have a video? Uh Uh-uh. 
They got a video of this man handing this kid the $100 bill. And, of course, the man is black and the other man next to him is in a hoodie. So they trying to be like, oh, these Negroes robbed our sweet baby white boy. Yeah. See, this is why this is why all lives matter and why we got to make America great again. You can't even sell 50 cent lemonade without the Negroes. And if you're going to give us 250 why don't we raise it to $500 for a little more pain and suffering? Bro, it's about to get wilder. So 250 was their goal, right? But they got this picture of these menacing niggas and their fake money and <laughs> I can't even see them and the sweet baby boy with the Richard Spencer haircut uh, and why they got the one is in a hoodie they got him looking looks like Adam Sandler not, hella suspicious and part of me wonders like bro did they give you a fake hundred or did you make this shit up and here's why I'm gonna say this cause I'm gonna keep reading so the worst part of it all is that the GoFundMe raised a whole 23 thousand dollars i already know this child is going to be the most entitled man and i am not here for it we stand the scammer who got his 85 dollars but also hate that it led to a kid getting twenty three thousand dollars for doing absolutely nothing Nothing. yeah i need twenty three thousand dollars right now i got a car payment to we all need twenty three thousand dollars what's the lesson there what does an unemployed baby need twenty three thousand dollars for what are they going to do? He's like it? a medium baby. He's not quite a, a, a whole infant. He's it's and, giving eight. And you're not showing the picture, right? Because I don't think that child's going to go to college. I mean, look, they got a two-car garage. He's probably going to get into an institution. That's true. You know what I'm saying? But twenty-three grand is excessive. And I mean, I get it. It went viral. And that's the thing about GoFundMe. Like, there used to be GoFundMes. I remember one that popped off was a girl who wanted to go to All-Star Weekend, but she couldn't afford, like, the flight and the hotel and stuff. And she was a baddie. And so people gave her thousands of dollars to go to All-Star Weekend. And I was like, yeah, why not? She's being honest. Yeah. Like, GoFundMe just says GoFundMe. They don't say you got to GoFund my insurance or my medical bills or my hardship, which honestly, those obviously get the most traction. But if you got some bullshit, then you put it on GoFundMe and people want to throw you a coin. I'm not mad at that. (sighs) I don't want to say the person. I don't think we we even know him, but like I know someone that like broke their leg and like tried to raise like twenty thousand dollars. I think they got like two grand. So that's where I'm like, e. <laughs> I mean, did they sell the broken leg story? No, these they days? had a broken leg. Nah, these days you got to stand out on GoFundMe. You got to do a TikTok dance with your broken leg. <laughs> you need several videos and photos of you in the hospital holding today's newspaper. Like you really got to give the girls a story. Yeah, that's true. And then they're like, oh, okay, we'll give you our money because this is fun. But, I mean, I'm not against crowdfunding, and honestly, it wasn't a scam. And also, doesn't GoFundMe take a cut? I know, but, like, uh, yeah, it does. I don't know how much it takes. So, maybe but... that's why they upped it to 250 so they can make sure they got the Maybe, yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. But then it went viral because they were like, look at these menacing Negroes Did who they... stole from a little white child. <laughs> Isn't that all that's happening in America these days is just menacing Negroes stealing from white people? So, you know, they it, it was, I, I fuck. I fuck with it. <laughs> you're you're pro whatever happened here? I am not pro it. I but scam wise on its own, not a bad scam. Oh, it's an amazing scam. Yeah. Like I'm thinking about, you know, seeing if I can do something about it. I don't think people will really care if I get <laughs> You know, I mean, you don't know. Just have me in the background, yeah. like as taking the photo as the menacing Negro, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, giving you the hundred dollar bill, and they'll be like, "Yes, burn her. She's a witch," and you'll get all the money. Let's do it. You want twenty three thousand dollars? Let's let's work on Did it. Did they give any of it to charity? No. Okay. Well, I would have. And oh, the Instagram caption on this because I'm not going to post the whole thing, but I I probably will post the lemonade stand and the menacing Negroes. But it says. 
An 11-year-old boy selling lemonade was scammed after being given $100 before finding out that the cash was fake. The scammer purchased a glass of lemonade from Jeremy with a fake $100 bill and requested that the boy give him exact change. Jeremy could only give... It's basically everything we know. So they're just putting it out there and then like they they did a pit collage of this gorgeous lemonade stand that says you don't need a lemonade stand because it's way too fancy. And then also the menacing black people and then the little white boy with the Richard Spencer starter pack. Lemonade Sam looked like it like went under an HD TV like renovation. Yes, it looks like someone moved that bus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone's like they separated. Was like that's right. my lemonade in. Oh my god, this is so much better than the table we had before. Like it looks like it's a real wood. Yeah, my sister. It's, de- it's decorated. Yeah. There's decor. They have a princess sign. Like did y'all go to Kinko's? Like what? I remember my sister tried to do this and she just put like a blanket on a table with like a jug of lemonade that just looked like she was selling piss or something and like she spilled it right away and then she was like I'm done with this like and this is just like the most elaborate that was her attempt to scam yeah that's my she sister like, in a nutshell she's like nah. alright I'm good honestly though a lemonade stand like this I'm not buying from it it's too nice I need to see the struggle behind the lemonade yeah. mm-hmm. I need to see that you were squeezing it yourself the lemonade too yellow so it's giving store bought yeah yeah, oh yeah, and I want the lemonade, like the lemonade sign to be misspelled. Yeah. Maybe like a backwards E, like, oh. Yeah, that's like cute. we're trying to help you yeah, come yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's uh, it's it's a no for me on the lemonade stand, not the scam. I'm also just not buying products from children. Hell no. No. Kids are dirty, okay? You know, that's all they do. They, they breathe on each other, they lick each other, and, yeah. and collect snails and roll their polis, you know, they're, they're, they're of the earth. You sound 100 years old, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No kids do you know, with their pet rocks. Yeah, yeah. I know kids. Wait, That's what they doing these days. Crisscross applesauce. You know yeah. what they're doing. We know what they up to. All right, guys, we're gonna take another quick break for non-scam advertisements, and we'll be back with my favorite segment of the show: historic hoodwinks. Robbery and fraud. And we are back, and it's time for historic hoodwinks. This is where I will regale Josh with a famous con caper group of criminals. We'll see if we like them. We'll see if we hate them. I'm going to note up top, most of the research comes directly from David Grand's The New Yorker article, The Chameleon. Uh, so just if y'all want to get even deeper into this, check out David Grand's stuff. He's a writer. He wrote for The New Yorker. We always It'll be in the footnotes, guys, on any platform that you're looking at, so you can just click on the link there. We give the credit here. We're not scamming the writers. So Historic Hoodwing. One of the most infamous imposters in the world pretended to be other people not for money or material exploitation, but because he wanted a loving home with a family. Oh, that's sweet. It's a movie. (laughs) (laughs) The chameleon of nonce to some, Peter Pan, not his, Peter Pan to others. What? He went by Peter Pan? Everybody was just like, yeah, that's fine. That's a name people have. Like, bro, he wasn't... He went by Peter Pan? He was known as Nance to some and Peter Pan to others. Okay. I mean, if you got scammed by Peter Pan, then I'm already (laughs) on his side, but we'll see if we stay that way. So the serial imposter took on almost 500 identities over the course of his scamming career. That's a long career. You gotta put you in the Hall of Fame. Put him on SNL. Listen, when you die, we're putting you in the scam in memoriam, because what a great loss. So Wait, why put him on SNL? You can do 500 characters? That's true. That's true. I mean, you get it spicy. You're right. Yeah, he, he missed his calling. Yeah. Lauren, Lauren, call Peter Pan because he's got he's got the characters. Yeah, people get on with three characters. He's right. got 500. So on May 3rd, 2005, a scared, shivering teenage boy, unknown age, arrived at a government child welfare office near Western P- 
Pyrenees of France. Uh, Pyrenees, on say more French, mm-hmm. more Pyrenees. So this lonely, this small government child, he shows up at Pyrenees, France. He had no money and no possessions beyond an ID and a cell phone. And we got a picture of him right here. It's not giving, I guess, teenager. That's Peter Pan? I think this is Peter Pan. Did they just, like, Photoshop him to that river? I feel like he might be at that river. I don't know. He's giving me, like... The fit isn't giving, like, destitute. Great jawline. Yeah. I wish I had that jawline. Uh, so, So far, we're on your side, Peter Pan. So, his ID said his name was Francisco Hernandez Fernandez. All right, so much rhyming. <laughs> Not Francisco Hernandez Fernandez. <laughs> that sound real. And that he was born on December 13th, 1989 in España, in Spain. He said he was in a car accident that left him in a coma for several weeks and his parents and brother dead. Okay. Mm-hmm. When he woke up, he was sent to live with an abusive uncle and eventually ran away to France. Francisco wore long sleeves, long pants, and hats to cover the scars and burns that he received in the accident. Eventually, he made friends with another boy, Rafael, and auditioned for the school talent show. During the auditions, Francisco reportedly performed an uncanny lip-sync dance to Michael Jackson's Unbreakable. Mm. His music teacher recalled, He didn't just look like Michael Jackson. He was Michael Jackson. He became him. Maybe that's where Peter Pan came from. You know, yeah. Michael did love Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. So Francisco soon became one of the most popular kids in school and was well-loved by his peers. However, an ill-timed television program soon brought his life to a halt. Damn, already? The life getting halted this, this is re- This is reading like a fairy tale. So one month after Francisco walked into the government building, a lost orphan, an administrator at his school reported that she had just seen a program about one of the world's most infamous serial imposters, Frederick Bourdin, excuse me, Bourdon, a 30-year-old Frenchman who impersonated children. Now, wait a damn minute. (laughs) Mm. All right, we're not on your side no more. That was quick. <laughs> I was real quick. We had to jump ship. Uh, drag the Bourdain Peter Pan, down? I don't know her. Hmm. I don't know her. Uh, Tinkerbell, maybe. Peter Pan, I don't know her. What? You are impersonating children? For love. Look. Uh, we don't know yet. I okay, mean, yeah, I was preface at the beginning, but I don't know. So you at school, making friends with youth. And how old is he? 20? 30 year old. Okay, who's buying that? I mean, we saw the photo. We thought he was a teenager. Oh, so he's going, he's not like, I'm I'm in like first, he's not doing like Happy Gilmore. He's not like, I'm in first grade. No, he's okay. not going to the third grade and being like, I'm a third grader. <laughs> yeah, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Read math and arithmetic. <laughs> no, yeah, he's, yeah. he's going for like high school angst. Oh, and he look, can pull that off. We're in Hollywood. Most actors that you've seen in television up until recently were like 30 year olds playing high school students. Like Paul Walker, when he was in that whatever teen movie he was in, was it She's All That? He yeah, was in one of those. Or She's the One or She's when, All That? She's whatever. Something, yeah. something mean to women, and 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 then a, a bet and prom. Yeah, dress one of up. those. Yeah, one of those makeover a bet and prom movies. He was in it. He had fully had a child at the time. 
Oh yeah, the yeah. the cast of Friends was supposed to be twenty year olds, or they were all like pushing forty. Right, and it, it's like that sets up crazy expectations for when you go to high school. If I saw this thirty year old in high school, I probably wouldn't have thought nothing of it because I thought everybody in high school was gonna have chest hair, and I thought they was gonna have connecting beards. Yeah, and I was so disappointed when I came and I was like, y'all are bird chested and bare faced. Mm-hmm. Where where y'all? Why are not adult men? Why are the women not wearing heels? I wore heels, Whoa. and then I was like, <laughs> I really thought I was supposed to wear heels in high school. I wore heels all the time, and then I was like, nobody. Didn't you have like this. a rolling bag? too so it always looked like you were going, I, was, yeah. I, was, I was coming from the airport <laughs> yeah you was coming from the airport it's like who's this young professional listen but that back good okay check the vertebrae yeah, okay. sis y'all get y'all L7s replaced but a sure. hoe got a good back mm-hmm. what's up okay. and good knees yeah. because I rolled my backpack everywhere yeah people made fun of me about it I don't care because the back I'm doing the Tina Belcher this back is I used to good. rub oil on my chest thinking hair would come out of it so okay. we tr- the men were trying <laughs> Okay, the men were no, trying. What kind of oil? Please don't say canola. Hmm? No, I mean vegetable oil. I didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just trying stuff. Now we're stimulating it. She's just stimulating this chest hair. Listen, I do love a hairy chest, though. It's very 70s. Well, I got it now, right. but yeah. Only one dude in our high school had it, Patrick. <laughs> Patrick. Now do you remember his name that fast? Of Not course. everybody being jealous. They were like, yeah, we went to the locker room to shower. Which, oh my God, the locker rooms. Children are so nasty. This locker room smells so fucking bad. Nasty. I was like, y'all, we just did gym. Wash your ass. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, there was a girl in my locker room. I'm not going to say her name or anything near it because, you know, she's an adult. She's a nice lady. But she used to, like, we would have track practice. And then she had that, ver- I, I cannot forget get the smell she had that Victoria's Secret body splash and instead of washing her ass she would put body splash oh. all over and I was like sis this is no like now it's just sweet funk I yeah. feel like I was smelling a dead body it was yeah, yeah 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 horrible it's like gutter rose yeah and we gotta we gotta teach the kids how to do laundry child cause whew, it was bad so this teacher I was gonna call the teacher a hater but the teacher's not a hater because obviously this is a 30 year old at school and she was like wait a minute I saw this 30 year old on the news like what's going <laughs> on so she concluded this is what the teacher said I swear to God Borden looks exactly like Francisco Hernandez Fernandez which <laughs> if you're gonna make a fake name Hernandez Fernandez yeah what did yeah it That's, sounds cool, but it sounds so fake. It sounds so make them up. What, like, sir? Yeah. So, and I'm my sure, name's Josh Breckis Heckis. It's like, right, what, what? what? What are you doing? I'm Lacey Mostly Fosley. Yeah. What? Is this Doctor Seuss? You got your, <laughs> you got your shit from the rhyming dictionary. Yeah. Why would you do this? And honestly, if somebody said Hernandez Fernandez was faking being an, a, a child, I'm gonna, the name alone. I'm gonna be like, well, you know, I was always curious about her Fernandez Fernandez. So, yeah. the principal called the police. Damn. Yeah. Y'all couldn't even take him into the office and like, uh, Francisco Hernandez Fernandez, we need you in the office. They skipped no, so many steps. They skipped so many <laughs> steps and were immediately like, the authorities. Authorities, handle it. And so when they arrived, they immediately slammed Francisco against the wall and put him in handcuffs. See, police, we don't need all of that. Okay, no. yeah, he's a weirdo. He shouldn't have been around the children, like, for sure. Get him out of there, arrest him. Do you need to slam him up against the lockers? Does he need to have, like, the locker dial code impressed in, yeah. his, in his cheek? Like, I don't, I feel, it feels aggressive. It feels excessive. Well, most cops are bullies from high school, so, yep. you know, they're just <laughs> regaining the role. Who are, are these students who are just like, this is my time. This is my time. <laughs> so, the principal called the police. The police then roughed him up, put him in handcuffs, right? Any doubt that he was not, in fact, an orphan child was erased when his baseball cap fell off to reveal not scars, but a receding hairline. <laughs> <laughs> 
He said, I got to wear this cap because of my fire scars. And literally it was because the snicker was balding. So the thing was... The, you ain't never seen a balding 13-year-old? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fire hit, the fire skipped over my face and onto my <laughs> front hairline. And it also made several grays. Yeah. Y'all ain't seen a premature gray and balding 13-year-old? Yeah. That's y'all. That's discrimination. Yeah, have you ever heard of a Hernandez Fernandez? No. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not making that up. I'm Hernandez Fernandez, <laughs> the bald, graying 13-year-old. <laughs> what? So, in an adult voice, Francisco said, I want a lawyer. So, I guess Francisco was, like, talking to me like, yeah, man, it's me, Francisco. I love Michael Jackson, and I'm a kid. And then the police post showed up. He was like, hey, my guy, I want a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. And I need to tap in my 401k to pay him. <laughs> like, well, who are you, I know man? my rights. <laughs> right. Who is this grown man with this, the Barry White jumped out? Okay. So he was brought to police headquarters. While there, he admitted that he was Frederick Bodin, or Bodin, excuse me, and that he held dozens of identities over the past 15 years. Now, why are you giving up extra shit? They just yeah. told you about impersonating as one school child. I'm not going to get in there and be like, okay, so there's more. No, no what are you doing? No, you have to stand your ground. You have to say, that's all I'm giving you. Right. I, yeah, I pretended to be a child at this school, and nobody noticed that I was parking in the teacher parking lot right. every day. People skipped over Hernandez Fernandez. All right, they skipped over that part, which I thought was the most inventive part of this whole scheme. No Truly one talks a about red that. Flag. Yeah, yeah. No one talks about how creative that was. That's a, that's what he's hung up on. No one talks about that. Yo, so he did this over dozens of countries. What was known and consistent is that he had almost always played one character, that of an abused, abandoned child. He was so skilled at becoming whoever he wanted, he had convinced a doctor who examined him the previous year that he was indeed a fourteen-year-old French boy. I'm trying to think. I've had physicals. How you do that? Uh, I mean, shave stuff. He, he did look young. I don't know if he looked 14. Can we pull that photo of uh, Fernandez Hernandez back up? We need to analyze. It was giving child to me. You gotta. Yeah, he looks. He honestly looks like he could be in high thin. school. He yeah. looks very gaunt. So like, but here he has a full head of hair. So he must have been latent on the skin. Well, I guess maybe the hairline is like running away from it's the eyebrows. Away. It's running away. Yeah, the hairline. Yeah. Kind of the hairline about to have a start line at the nape of the neck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The hairline is running, running, sprinting away from the eyebrows. How do you fake okay. that? How do you fake that? I, you wear a hat every day. He was like, I got to cover up my burns from, from abuse. But the doctor's appointment, you just go like, sex. I've never heard of it. What do I even do? Where do I put it? <laughs> the doctor's like, he's 14. It's just like a really pro a, doctor. Right. He's 14. Listen, just because you're a doctor don't mean you're a good doctor. Hey, That's true. They be letting people get through medical school. I wouldn't push vitamins on me. He was trying to push his own vitamins on me and pay like fifty nine ninety nine to buy vitamins. Oh, like, my dentist put me on some heart vitamins. and, and it's Heart like, vitamins? He said cancer patients take it or something. And I started taking them. See? He gave me the first bottle free. It's just like fish oils. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is my dentist, but you yeah. know what? Whatever, man. <laughs> I'm going to eat these. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good for my heart. Okay, yeah, okay. cool. It's going to cure the cancer I don't have yet. <laughs> Great. Listen, if you live long enough, so I'm just going to eat these. I'm going to eat them. Whatever. <laughs> so he has done like so many identities over the past 15 years through a dozen countries. What was no so we know and it was consistent that he always played this one character and that a doctor was like, you good, you 14, it's giving prepubescent. The principal said of Francisco before he left, of course he lied, but what an actor. I love that. You better give him his flowers. He was like, okay, yeah, yeah. he fooled us, but he was very good at fooling. 
tip the cap. Yeah. Damn. You were good. Francisco, we you, you could have been the next Leonardo DiCaprio. Ca- I was just thinking, ca- catch me if you can. I was like, hey, we got you, but. Bro, you should have been acting. Acting is a scam that I willingly participated in. You should have got involved, Francisco, because if you got these kind of skills and people are praising you, and honestly, the principal is going to praise him because he has to be like, how did y'all, like, otherwise people going to look at the school and be like, how did y'all let this grown ass nigga in here and, and let him hang out yeah. with the children? So they have to be like, he's the best actor. Yeah. Meryl could never. Never. You put that on your resume. Well, what's my special skills? I can dupe doctors into thinking I'm 14. Yeah, that's a special that's skill. Huge. That's talent right there. That's talent. The talent's jumping out. The prosecutor on his case said, in my 22 years on the job, I've never seen a case like it. Usually people con for money. His profits seem to have been purely emotional. But Frederick's own story may have been the basis for the fictional traumas he'd replay over mm. the years. So who is the chameleon? The chameleon from Nantes as was tattooed on his right forearm, was born Frederic Pierre Bourdon in Paris on June 13th, 1974. His mother was uh, Ghislaine, which that name has now been soiled. I feel like we ain't ever going to see another Ghislaine. I never heard of Ghislaine. Ghislaine Maxwell. Oh, right. Yeah. (laughs) It's like ain't nobody going to name their baby Ghislaine no more. Yeah, yeah. So they can be involved in sex crimes. Yeah. Yeah, no. Someone will really take the name. So Ghislaine Bourdin, a poor 18-year-old, had not told his father, an Algerian factor worker, that she was pregnant. So she got pregnant. She didn't say nothing to the baby daddy. Ghislaine raised Frederick until he was two and a half, after which he rehomed with, like, by child services with her parents. So child services came and picked him up after two years, two and a half years, and then they let him go to basically his grandparents. When he was five, he moved to a small village where he became the village outcast. Not the village outcast. How do you... Okay. I guess it's a village. They gotta hate somebody. (laughs) These people are proactive. They're like, they just jump. It's like, hey, you know you're the village outcast. I mean, pickings are slim to ostracize somebody. (laughs) You gotta have a village outcast. We have roles here. You're the outcast. We gotta have somebody to hate on. Yeah. Only 50 people live here. Issue, my guy. you. So sorry. In school, he told stories about himself to explain his being fatherlessness and foreign looking. Okay, so this village is not giving um, POC. Yeah. He said that his father was never around because he was a British secret agent. As he grew older, his stories became wilder and increasingly misbehaved. He stole from neighbors and acted out in class to the point where at 12, he was sent to live at a private facility. And we have a private facility photo of this um, for juveniles. In nonce. So he was sent to this castle-looking house. It definitely looked like Miss Trunchbull up in there, and they got a pokey. Yeah. It's, it's given they got a pokey, you know? It looks like you got to climb bushes just to get to the door. Unless I'm, I'm missing an entryway that I don't see. Yeah, because the bushes are wrapped around. Okay, Judith is highlighting a, a stair in the corner. Okay. But they didn't let him take those stairs. <laughs> no, they had to climb the bushes <laughs> because they're juveniles. His story grew bigger still. Frederick pretended to be an amnesiac and intentionally got lost in the streets. His So after he turned 16 in 1990, Frederick ran away when he was made to move into yet another home. Okay, he's 16. He's like, I'm sick of these homes. You know, yeah. that shit can be so shady. Like, the foster care system in every country is just a weird, shady thing. I'm, yeah. His there's a lot origin... of bad actors involved. and I know. like his origin story so far. I'm right. with him. You might want his back, Federico. So he hitched, I don't know, though, because why was you hanging out with kids? Yeah, the like, kid part. The you kid 30. Part. The kid yeah. part bothering me. Yeah. I hope you ain't had no little girlfriend at the that's... high school. Yeah, that's what's bothering me. Or I even if you were, like, leading or one boyfriend. on. Or boyfriend. Like, nah. If you're leading someone on. Yeah, nah. And you were popular. What does that mean? You 
was yeah. going to high school parties. You was hanging out with kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you weird. So after he turned 16, he ran away. He hitchhiked to Paris, a scared, essentially orphaned teenager. Thus, his first character was born. So the first time he did it, he was 16. He was like, oh, yes, the girls are living for me. Started young. He approached a police officer and told him that he was a lost British team named Jimmy Sale. These names. These names. Puerto Rico. It's just like, that's his one. <laughs> it's giving Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, yeah. That's like, I'm sitting here like, my name is Lacey Computer Microphone. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no. So... Frederick remembers, I dreamed they would send me to England where I always imagined a life more beautiful. But he had discovered his formula and began perfecting his technique, hitchhiking across Europe looking for the perfect shelter. He'd repeat the game over and over, often volunteering his true identity when police or caretakers came close to discovering the truth before moving on. So when they were like, you... Bro, you, you your hairline receding. Yeah, it's we, always the hairline. Damn right. it. <laughs> ah, um, it's okay. I'm Frederico. I'm Frederico. Okay, right. fine. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they they come in to like kiss him goodnight, and they're like, "Why does Frederico always have that hat on when yeah. he goes to bed?" I don't know. It's like a comfort thing. It a, fall, right. We don't know where he came from. We don't okay? know where he came from. He's got burns. He's got burns that we haven't seen <laughs> ever. Also, he keeps talking about how a doctor has approved that he's fourteen. <laughs> he keeps showing everyone the doctor's note that yeah. says that he's 14, just, which I'm like, that's a weird thing for a 14-year-old yeah. to do, but Let's okay. just let him live. I don't know. <laughs> so on June 13th, 1992, after he posed as more than a dozen fictional children, Frederick turned 18. As Frederick assumed more and more elaborate identities to conceal his age, he tried to kill off one of his real one as he was now an adult posing as a teenager. So one day, the mayor of the town he grew up in received a call from German police that his body had been found in Munich. So he tried to kill off his real identity. Yeah. He called his hometown was like, hello, it is me, German. I found body of Frederico. He's definitely dead and definitely 14. Yeah. Actually, you don't need the last part. He's just definitely dead. He's dead. He's he's gone. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> Sir, okay. Look, you gotta cover your tracks. He was like, I gotta be a kid for much longer. This so. is Mrs. Doubtfire on speed. You said twelve characters in this town. You right. be running you around. You can settle into one character, Federico, especially Jimmy Sale. Well, Jimmy Sale, I feel like Jimmy you, Sale sales cars. Hernandez Fernandez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we were struggling. So, his family waited for a coffin, but it never arrived. By the mid-90s, Frederick had accumulated a reputation and a criminal record by France. Mm. So, now they're like, Frederick is out here doing crime. He was even invited onto the French television show Everything is Possible to tell his story. He garnered so much sympathy with his tale, Just Wanting to Love and a Home, that the producers of the show offered him a job in the newsroom, but he ran off. Why? Whoa. So you could have been legit. Yeah. And you were like, nah, nah, I like lying. No, 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 no. I don't want to <laughs> no, tell no, no, the no. news. A like, job. Ew, you what? mean so I got to come to work every, every day? Job. I have 10 jobs. I have 10 personalities. <laughs> My job is about? lying to people yeah. who clothe and feed me for free. What do you mean? I yeah. am fully employed right now. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? I Gym groceries? Is the, I work at the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Tommy Spatula, that's yeah. with my, uh, my my family who are cooks. Yeah, you know, cooks. like what? So Frederick becomes an American child. In October 1997, Frederick, now 23, was in the middle of a gig when he was told by a child welfare judge in Spain that he had 24 hours to prove that he was a teenager. I love a judge having to be like, all right, you got to prove to us that you a teenager, Mr. Yeah. Sir. 
Like again, how? But how? How? They gonna check your bones? All right, here's like, my journal entries. Like that. That's pretty angsty. Yeah. Right. That's a, here's that's my a, TikTok account. Yeah. Look how many dances I'm doing. Look at all these dances. I'm definitely a teenager. I'm lip syncing. If he could not, she'd take his fingerprints, which would match the file he already had with Interpol, and he'd be subsequently facing prison as an adult. So she was like, I don't understand why they were like, look, we either go check your fingerprints or you can prove that you're a child. I just feel like we should just jump to check the fingerprints. Well, I mean, prove your child's more fun for them, maybe. <laughs> it's like a longer process. Yeah. Uh, y'all are wasting taxpayers' money. Yeah, yeah. It's like in America's Got Talent, but prove you're a child. Prove you're a child. <laughs> yeah. He comes in with a binky and a diaper. What are we doing? Yeah. Just run his fingerprints, bitch the fuck so faced with this choice and unable to run away instead of creating a new identity this time he stole one of course he called the national center for missing and exploited children in alexandria virginia to look for a real identity and found nicholas barclay who had been reported missing in san antonio on june 13th 1994 at the age of 13 and roughly matched his physical description Mm. This is so fucked up because also like if you're gonna claim the identity of a missing child, look at the missing child. They have similar jawlines. Not you going through and finding a similar jawline. And the child was missing young, so this is one of those aged up things that we talk about. What's awesome? That he would be now thirty five, and you know they use them age up machines that they're like. And 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 honestly, has that technology ever been tested? Have we recovered a missing child and then been like, look at they aged up photo? Don't they look exactly like what we did? It's or, a made up job. Or are age up people scamming? Yeah, it's a, a made up American job. It's like it's, I also think the people that draw like what are the? Because also it feels like they always be like. I don't want to say something fucked up. Let me just phrase this in the right way. It feels like whenever they do the age up, they never make them like not unsavory. Yeah, they yeah. never but, make yeah. them not attractive. They never like I don't I don't want to describe things that make people unattractive because I don't want to hit. No, I don't but hit they make them like all American. But they don't. Yeah, they look they, at they Adam's always, apple. They always make them like they would immediately be cast on the CW. Yeah, look at that Adam. Like apple. as soon as we find this missing child, they are going to be in a Marvel movie. Abs out. You yeah. know, like what? Because they want us to find them. And if they're not sexy, they're, they're not, not sexy. Worth We're not found. finding these kids. We're not finding these kids. We're not finding these oh, kids. Oh no! If they're not a hottie, we ain't looking. We're not it's looking. a naughty. It's America. Oh no! You're right. That's why they do it. They try to give them. You know what? It's Shout out to y'all, age up illustrators, <laughs> yeah. trying to scam the American public. Because you're right. We ain't looking for no kids who ain't cute, yeah. and we definitely ain't looking for no adults who are ugly. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> they ugly ask us to stay where they at, abducted. No. Oh gosh, that's definitely it yeah and if you've been missing since you were 13 and your age that's a 35 oh baby that's that's such a good they scam say after 72 hours it's looking bleak if you're missing like oh my mom would hold, hold up see that's why i don't like this because my mom would be like <gasps> she would hold on hope oh yeah yeah. She'd be looking through riverbeds. She'd be like, he's still out here. He has to be. I'm t- <laughs> he has to. It's my whole life revolves around this. <laughs> Damn, yo. That's a shout out to your mom. Yeah, I know. Bro. Yeah, hey. Because maybe that's why I shouldn't have children. Because I feel like I would be pragmatic. I'd be like, damn, I can't believe I lost one. Because that's well, embarrassing. Time to make another one. But yeah. I'd be like, shit. I mean, y'all can, we can call off the show. Like, what? <laughs> like, like, ma'am, it's been 40 hours. It's yeah, like, that's yeah. how long they said. We yeah. was going to look. I, was, I have to catch y'all, a flight. Y'all give me an empty casket from Costco, <laughs> child. You know, don't even spend the money on the casket. We're just going to get some flowers from the Walgreens and we're going to have a vigil. Y'all got candles? 
That's you what, can get candles at Walgreens. Yeah. Too. That's so fucked. If you got a missing child out there, we I'm I'm joking. Like keep looking for your kids. Sometimes they be turning up. That, yeah. But in this amount of time frame, he was probably making a safe bet that like he could assume this identity and never yeah. be challenged. It's a good scam. So but also, you're insane to call the Center for National Missing Children and be like, who y'all got over there? Let me see the list, because I think I saw one. And then he just looks for his doppelganger. He's like, yeah, I saw that yeah. one. It's me, actually. He's I, the, the cocky villain. Nathaniel Barclay? Yeah, that's me. Do I have a middle name? What's my social? I don't <laughs> yeah. know that, because they, they had snatched me, and they didn't bring the social security card, so I don't know my <laughs> information. Like, Is there a middle name? Don't worry, I'll make one up. Nicholas Barclay Smarkley. He's <laughs> 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 just like... I don't need it. I got it. No, it's cool. We you know, we go run with it. Thank you so much. No, don't call me back. Don't put this on the news. Yeah, okay, man. Yeah. So the next day, he had a U.S. passport and a ticket to San Antonio. This man is a genius. Dude. The real Nicholas had been gone for three years, and it was unknown how he disappeared. Nicholas and Frederick had similar stories, which allowed Frederick to easily slip into playing this role. Not Frederick dye his hair blonde. Whoa, that's him? Oh my goodness. What happened to his. He his, said, let me run to the Walgreens and get some Clairol, sis, okay? Because we about to be Nicholas. Whoa. Barclay Farclay. Okay? Barclay Farclay. Barclay Sparkley, okay? Wowzers. The, <laughs> Nicholas and Frederick, they had the similar stories, right? Both of their mothers were unreliable and their fathers were not a part of their lives. Nicholas was also a diehard Michael Jackson fan and was a popular boy at school who often got in trouble for his explosive behavior. Explosive. Wow. He was like, this is my reincarnation. Yeah. Okay. Damn. You could call. So when he called the hotline for endangered children, was he also like, Okay, get? so this Nicholas guy, what's his story? <laughs> yeah, was, I mean my story. What? What? Who, my story. What did I like? I like Thriller. Okay, bad, bad, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is my dad around? No. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't need to contact him. He don't need to take time to be a father today. Uh, <laughs> you treated like his agent, like looking for work. Like, what, what do we got? What do we got? CBS got a show where I'm like character description, yeah. Yeah, please. Okay, what's the breakdown? Yeah. All right. I love. Honestly, I want to out. I want to root for you, Frederico, but the hanging out with the kids part is still bumping me. So, but you know, I I, I like all of this, okay? But not the kids part, so we still can't fuck with you. So things went well for the first couple months, and Frederick came to settle in with a family that so desperately wanted to be his their prodigal son. Mm. So I got a family. And they're like, we want to take in some kids and get a kid check, but also we want to. It's giving church member. It's giving yeah. like oh. we're gonna bring our thirty year old child baby to church and be like, look, we adopted this little yes. blonde baby child. We man. get to go to heaven quicker, right? <laughs> we get to skip the line. What have y'all done for God? Yeah, what have you done, huh? God said, what have you done for <laughs> me lately? And we said, ooh, the kid. Like we did this for God. Fast so, pass, fast pass to heaven. You know, and I love that for them. Stairway to heaven. They're taking the elevator. Yeah. Okay, y'all yeah. bitches are taking the stairs. Yep. <laughs> Love that. So eventually he couldn't take the pressure and was suspended from school when he stopped attending class. Well, yeah, you've been going to school for goddamn, what, 30 years? Yeah. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> could, be, like, could you, you imagine going to school? I still have PTSD from college and it feels insane to say that, but I will wake up out of my sleep sometimes panicking like, did I turn in that essay? Oh, or, oh my God, did I graduate? And then I'm like, no, but I've been out of that hole forever. I miss every class and it's the it's the final. It's the midterm. I left that scam so long ago. Yeah. I had a dean um who was like my finance professor was also the dean and he was like one of the hardest teachers. And I remember walking across the stage in my business school graduation and leaning in his ear and I was like, Yo, am I gonna get this in the mail? <laughs> 
Because we just taking the final and I didn't know if I passed that yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah. And I waited to take the hardest class because I was on scholarship. I was like, this is going to take my shit. Yeah. And I, I, he was like, yeah, you're going to get it in the mail. I was like, thanks, bro. I but honestly I, think I got it on personality alone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but also on Flip, like you could just be like, you would know everything. You're like, War of 1812, uh, US, England. <laughs> right. Like, literally. Killing class. I feel like every time you go back to school at the same age, you got to get better. It's all the same shit. You go to Harvard, Frederico. You should yeah. know everything by now. You should be killing these AP exams. Yeah. <laughs> But he was like, fuck it, I ain't going to school no more. So Frederick also began to become suspicious that Nicholas's mother, Beverly Dollarhide, and older brother Jason knew Nicholas's whereabouts the entire time and that he may have not mysteriously disappeared. So Frederick is like becoming suspicious that like these people know what's up with him. At the time, a producer from the tabloid show Hard Copy called private investigator Charlie Parker. I love private investigators because they're just fucking nosy people who make it a career. Mm -hmm. Like I always say, guys, take your flaw and just go make money with it and let that be your outlet. If you're nosy as fuck, be a private investigator. If you're a hater, work and giving people, you know, meter maid tickets. Like find your calling and your passion with your flaws. (laughs) So this is definitely his. Um... So, Charlie Parker investigates the disappearance of Nicholas Barclay. So, we got a picture of Charlie up here right here. Charlie's driving an old school car. You know, he listening to AM radio. Who He impersonated this guy? No, so Charlie is the investigator. Okay. Yeah, that looks like a P.I. Right. He looks like he loves spending time in his car. He will eat every meal in there. If you saw that guy pull up next to you, you're like, oh, shit, my ex is looking at me right now. My ex wants some stuff. Right. this My guy is bored. And yeah. I love that for him. He was like, how can I make being bored a profession? Yeah. Love that. So they have Charlie Parker come to investigate the, de- the disappearance of Nicholas Barclay. Parker began to dig deeper and began finding red flags in the whole story, including Frederick's eye color, accent, and hair roots didn't match any of Nicholas' description. Now, ch- now Nicholas, Charlie, Nicholas, Charlie, Peter Pan, <laughs> my guy, you got to get root touch up, my guy. You I can't feel. be out here not being blonde. Yeah. You got to get the vo- the volumizer, whatever they do in the lip. Like, what are the you finasteride. doing? The finasteride. That's what it's... You need to get the pills. You need to regrow those <laughs> follicles. I feel that, like his Achilles heel is his front line. Yeah. That's like his... It's his hair. His it's hair crazy. has been sabotaging everything. Like, bro... I feel that You, you got to so go hard. to Tony and Guy and have regular appointments and get a punch card. You can't ever let them roots grow out. What yeah. are you doing? He called Nicholas's mother with the evidence he had, but she didn't initially believe him. However, on March 5th, 1998, almost six months after Nicholas was found, she finally called the authorities and Frederick was arrested at a diner with Parker the following day. According to Parker, when he told Nicholas, in quotes, that he had upset his mother, the young man blurted out, she's not my mother, you know it. Love it. He drops character quick. He's done yeah. that a couple of times. He was like, okay, run, 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 bail, bail. <laughs> You're not my real mother. And he's right. like, yeah, he has to put a final dagger in here. You were never my real mother. You were never my real mother. <laughs> you mean nothing, dollar hide? <laughs> right. Dollar, all you want to do is hide dollars. So several months later, Frederick pleaded guilty to perjury and to obtaining and possessing false documents. He was sentenced to six years in prison. Authorities investigated further into Nicholas's disappearance, but after Jason, one of the only other suspects, died of a cocaine overdose, no evidence was found and there were no conclusions that could be made. So that's sad. Nicholas never turned up. The homie... 
mysteriously died, so we mm-hmm. don't ever know what happened to Nicholas other than Peter Pan pretended to be him, so right. that's not a great ending for that. So Frederick today. After his release from the clink, Frederick went on to pose as several more teenagers before being caught for his final act at the age of 30 in France in 2005, which is what we talked about in the beginning. After a six-month probation, he was free and soon after married to a French woman, Isabelle, after two months of courtship. Now, mm-hmm. Isabelle... Look at what he look like now. He look like he found religion. He's, he's hiding his freaking. He's hiding that hairline. Okay, now he got the hairline out. Damn, he got hella kids. Are those his kids? I don't know. He birthed them with his penis. Oh my Ugh. god, that's a lot of kids. He looks interesting. He looks, he's like a very. He's, it's, it's, you know... So after seeing him on television and connecting with his story, she had tracked him down and they fell in love. So this was a woman who was already wilding. This is like a prison bay. She was like, oh, this criminal, let me write to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me fix him. Right, let me fix him. Let me support him. I mean, honestly, when you've been... Uh, Listen, if you're a person out there who dates men, we all know they're criminals. Mm-hmm. So at least if you get one who's already been in jail, you know what you get. You know what yeah. I mean? And while yeah. they're in jail, they can't really cheat on you. They can only like have several visits with other people. But other than that, you know, boo, boo on lock. Yeah. She locked it down after the lockdown. Okay. They have since had five children, which is what we're looking at right now. Hella, hella kids. Kids look cute. Kids look like they're going to get into crime. And I love that for them. Yeah, the one on the right with that smile. Got oh, a Joker yeah. smile going on right there. She's he, like, <laughs> he already done his like four robberies. Like, he's like, I've opened five lemonade stands. Where <laughs> he got the lemonade stands on decking. I got all of them. Deck. So he continues to live in France with his family and his cats. All right, Frederick. I'm glad you're out of jail. I mean, you just wanted to hang out and go to school. And look, I think as an adult, if I went to school, I would appreciate it more because I'd be like, no bills? Yeah. <laughs> Rent paid? He, yeah, he got a. We got off pretty easy. Yeah, he got a, and, he, and we know he got a good education. He didn't learn the same yeah, shit about 50, <laughs> 11 times. Okay, don't he can name all the states yeah. and the capitals. He's been in can the, you? No, yeah, he's got all that. Yes, and in different countries, so he's got a world class education. That's basically college. Right. He can play the recorder. Oh, play the hell out of a oh, recorder. <laughs> he played a recorder like like <laughs> like, like fucking Lizzo playing. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing like a saxophone. You know, yeah. is that a saxophone? No, it's a recorder. It's, it's wood. Yeah. He goes over to an open mic and he's like, oh, we playing the recorder. And everyone's like, oh, okay, let's see this guy. And he's like, he's like, damn. Is that Flight of the Bumblebee yeah. on a recorder? It sure is. Yes. He's got it. He's got the talent. All right, guys. Shout out to Frederico and his recording playing skills. And now we've reached the saddest part of the show, the end, where shortly I'll have to let Joshua go. But before we do that, Scammer of the Week. This is where we highlight one charlatan who's worthy of our praise, or maybe not, like Frederico, who spent a little too much time with children for our taste. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we'll see what we're getting into today. Today, our Scammer of the Week uh, is a world international chess player, uh, and he's 19-year-old Hans Niemann, and some have accused him of cheating at the Sinkfield Cup using vibrating anal beads. What? What? <laughs> 
So you thought the Queen's Gambit was wild <laughs> yeah, with sisters sh- over here on her on her quaaludes. That's the Netflix doing show. Chess at the ceiling, but really the Netflix show <laughs> is booty beats and how they work yeah, for like, chess. Uh, look at him; he do look like he got something in his oh, booty. Oh yeah, he does. He looks like. <laughs> Yeah. You don't just have that kind of concentration if something ain't in your booty. That's a toilet face. Yeah, checkmate. 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 Oh. Check. Check. Oh. Check. Night to ten I gotta go to the bathroom. Another bathroom break, please. <laughs> They're loose. What's loose? Nothing. <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing. Uh, okay, so last week, Hans beat previous world champion Magnus Carlsen, the best chess player in the world, in a match for all intents and purposes that should have been lost. So we're looking at the best chess player and That looks like Corden. It does look like a James Corden. Kind of like, looks like me a little bit. I don't <laughs> what. Honestly, this is not a good photo shoot. It's giving Sears. Yeah, you know, you're the world champion. You're the world champion. They couldn't get you no cuter shit than this. I mean, you got your nails did for it, but like, you should be like flipping the board up. Yeah, like let me get some chess pieces like falling all around yeah. you, or like you know you fucking the game up. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, you're not like playing politely, right? I guess it's a flex because he's holding. That's the king piece, right? So yeah. he's like, I got your king. Look at me. <laughs> yeah, I guess, child. It's it's a little dry, but okay. So this was the baddest bitch in the in the chess game, <laughs> and then he lost to uh, our anal bead dude. So the two had never played before Hans was clearly the weaker and less experienced player and he was playing as black so in chess right when you're playing black you move second they let the white people move first racism Mm, it's everywhere we should flip a coin why do white people always moving first in life and in chess okay It's, it's a metaphor so he was playing black, which, you know, like out the gate, you're you're not the first person making the move. So someone else is already setting up their strategy and it's harder. I think also on the computer, like computerized versions of yeah. chess, it's harder. Yeah, I got I really that... into the Queen's Gambit and I was like... Me too. And then I dropped it. I did that chess app for like a week. Like, this is, this <laughs> you is hard. You this is hard. Chat. Like, y'all trying to play chess? This is hard. I used to play chess against my dad, which is a full fucking scam because he <laughs> taught me how to play chess and then obviously was going to teach me everything. So, so I would play win. him and then we would bet. And if I lost, I had to wash his golf clubs. And if he won, he gave me money. And he always fucking won. And I'd just be scrubbing his damn golf clubs all the damn time. Yeah, that's how I could teach you. Like, if you're playing basketball, the kids are like, always when you're backing down, go to your right hand. And then, like, you're just like, I'm going to block you every time. Right. Like, I'm teaching you how to lose to me. Right. <laughs> Very much that. Yeah. Very, my dad scammed me, and I just cleaned golf clubs for forever. So, early in the match, Magnus made a single mistake, and Hans replied with a practically flawless game. Hans is the booty man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, following the match, Magnus withdrew from the tournament for the first time in his career and tweeted a mysterious video of European soccer coach Jose Muranijo saying, if I speak, I'm in big trouble. Not the if I speak. Okay. Listen, Magnus was a messy hoe, okay? He was like, I'm the bad bitch of chess. How dare you come over here and do something like this to me? But he withdrew from the whole tournament. Like, why would you withdraw just because you lost one match? I think they're really, like, Pentulant, aren't they? They're like they're just like he's like I don't do second. I think place. chess is like super emotional people because they're really? like king of nerds, and I think they just have all that repressed repressed like emotion. Because right. I've heard that where they're like I'm out, I lost. What? No. You don't even want to get second. You don't even want to get some free drinks at the bar. You know, yeah. do a little chess toast, hang out with the other pawns no. and rooks at the fucking shit. 
You know, you don't want to do the, do the L with the nights, do the L electric slide. That's what y'all do when y'all move the nights. Yeah. Nothing like that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So he was just like, I'm out of this bitch. But then tweeted some shady ass shit. Love that. We love we love mess. So more speculating that Han somehow cheated because he admits to have cheated on chess.com when he was 12. Who's not cheating on chess.com? Yeah. I feel like that's a place for cheating. At 12? I was doing really weird stuff at 12. Yeah, I was making fake MySpace pages. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if I want to say what I was doing at 12. But <laughs> right. That's I was all making I my say. own Victoria's Secret catalogs for my mom's Victoria's Secret catalogs, okay? As my own editor-in-chief. Let's just say that. And my mom what? found out. Uh, I would cut out. Okay. Well, now I might as well. I would cut out. <laughs> my mom would always like, where are my Victoria's Secrets going? I'm like, I don't think they deliver them here anymore. And I would cut out my the models and I'd place them in my, oh, this is creepy. And I would place like them. Like a collage? Yeah. I would kind of be like, this is, like, I would just put them in my little binder and then put them up. Above my oh, bed. He was, was a connoisseur. Yeah. Kinda you like you a, know, you loved fashion. Creepy devil, devils wear product kind of thing. <laughs> it's not cerulean. This is yeah. Josh telling his classmates. <laughs> so, while there is no evidence, there are speculative posts that due to the extremely tight security at chess tournaments, there's no way that Hans could have ever cheated under the assumption that he surely did, right? So except for the use of anal beads that connected to a chess supercomputer and vibrated the correct moves. So basically they're like, we check everybody when they come into the chess bitch, okay? Yeah. We're checking your hands. We're patting you down, making sure you don't got no rooks in your pocket. You don't got no pawns. Mm-hmm. You don't got, you know, no queens, no extra kings, yeah. you know? But they can't check your booty hole. Imagine going to the chess competition and they're like, all right, it's time for the anal cavity search. Yeah. Spread them. Drop them. Spread them. Spread them. my favorite part of the job. <laughs> <laughs> you try to play chess or no. Yeah, just scrubbing you nerds down. Take them shoes off too. This is an airport. This is TA say of chess okay and spread them cheeks and cough was there a guy in the van that what do we mean to a supercomputer was there a guy in the van right. connected like I'm trying to understand so while you know they said that there's no evidence but they're like the only thing could have been anal beads that were, and then also how do you know that it's like what the buzz means you get like two booty buzzes and you're like left <laughs> right like <laughs> left <laughs> that must be like a lot it's like five, like five means rook and two means left he's like five rook and he's just yelling it out and people are like why is he saying it like that my guy's just floating off the chair yeah, every like, time it's this move like, like he's just I just love chess <laughs> I just love it it's so fun woo Ooh. stimulated what no no sir no ma'am in a response Hans has denied any and all accusations of cheating and has offered to play the game stripped naked. So here's the thing. Even, Hans, if you were to play it naked, you put the booty bees in your booty, like, you're going to be sitting on your sphincter, like, we still wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. He's What are you saying? He's just like, I think now... He's like, I will spread it and cough on OnlyFans, and then we will play chess. I I will cough every 30 seconds. (laughs) Hans... I'm just trying to figure out how your opponent, Magnus, even made this conjecture being like, no, he had booty beads in that was giving him chest advice. Someone had to do it before, right? Or maybe he must have saw his booty tingling every time. (laughs) You can tell, I think, if someone's uncomfortable. I just think you... If your booty going off a bunch, I feel like... And chess is like you're just sitting across from one person. I feel like if somebody's booty was going off... Like, Josh, if your booty was going off right now, I feel like I would know. Yeah, if my prostate was getting basically massaged <laughs> during this you would know <laughs> i couldn't hide that 
That's like a thing. And look at his face. The face is giving something's going on. That prostate is getting milked right now. Yeah. He's focusing so hard. I think every time he moves a piece, he's like, ah. no, oh. Yeah, because he can't have don't fall, don't fall, don't fall. No, that's my chest. That's my. That's how I get myself hyped up. I'm yeah, like, I just, oh. Uh. I'm like, oh, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving chest piece. What? That would be his crush, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> The face is it's the face for me. I yeah. I don't know. It is given he might have he might have had some booty beads. Yeah. And, and the truck out front. Maybe he was just like, I know this sounds crazy, guys, like it just looked like his butthole was vibrating the whole time. And That's I understand a- why he said if I speak I'm in big trouble. Because, yeah, if you speak you sound crazy. Yeah. I, I don't know how they I played a tennis match with Serena Williams and her booty was buzzing every time I hit the ball. Like what? Yeah. I I don't it must be a thing. I mean, look. So this is the scammer of the week. How do how do we feel about this guy before we leave? Uh, if Hans was using booty booty tricks, <laughs> black booty magic. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's very creative. I, it's the most creative thing I've ever heard about in sport. I mean, it's technically sports. Yeah, it's a sport. Um, I think it's it. very creative. Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, how could I implement that in my life? <laughs> right. How could we get by? Are, is this a thing? You can cook, hook up a, a booty beat to a computer? How close does a computer have to be? I think a fraternity is going to get a hold of this, and it's going to be over for, like, SATs. Or not SATs, but, like, what are those things called that we filled in? How do I not know that? Scantrons. So if you took a... See! See! You know? Like, you just got a bunch of dudes going, like, ah! Everybody in the AP exam just like, oh, oh, oh. Uh, me. Oh, no, it's an essay. Ah. <laughs> yeah, what do you do if it's an essay? It just goes off the whole time. It's just Morse code. It's like, booty uh, Morse code. Yeah. No. Not the, not the Morse booty code. I mean, look, guys, this is inventive and fun. So, you know, yeah, it's fun. I'm on your side. How they going to check you, boo? What they going to do? They going to check a booty hole at the chess competition? They're not going to do that. They can't yeah. do booty holes. They're not, they don't have the the, uh, what you, the certification for booty no, hole search. <laughs> no. They go get certified. Yeah. And just, you know, make money on that pay-per-view thing. You're going to do playing chess naked. Yeah. Because honestly, that, that'll get the girls going. Maybe. Maybe. That face, though. Yeah, he's getting it. All right, congregation. We've reached the end of a very fun episode. As always, if you want to send on your friends and family, scamgoddesspot at gmail.com. If you want to see the photos of uh, Mr. Booty Chessman, uh, they'll be up on the Instagram, scamgoddesspot. And follow us on Twitter if you just want to chat with me. And then if you want to see me personally, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I-D-V-A-L-A-C-I on all platforms. And Josh, we always ask our guests here, where would you like to be found? Uh, at uh, Josh Breckis on Twitter. It's yes. good. I think it's AJ at J. I can't even. Good talk. tweets happening there. Where what? A at why am I saying A at J Breckis <laughs> at like Instagram if you want to see pictures you got of my the booty dog. beads in yeah uh, it's giving it's yeah. giving vibrating uh, booty beads okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how you remember your handles yeah now? I can't so yeah. booty bead messages that's my password you? for Bank of America <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> all right congregation congregation no, my, sorry my booty bead went off um, <laughs> Thanksgiving. This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. It's produced by Judith Cargbo, engineered by Marina Pais, and researched by Kaylin Brandt. Stay scheming! This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. <laughs> 